Hello, my brothers, your boy Gary J. White, the Master Coach Mentor, and welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this, your preparation precedes your participation. Sit back and relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. My name is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. Mentor. <laughs> You're listening to Warrior on Fire. On Fire. On Fire. <laughs> All right, my friends, so last night I went out on a little din-din night out with the family. Um, we live here in Dana Point slash Laguna Beach area in Orange County, California. There's a place down in San Clemente, which is a little bit south of where we live, and a pier that we like to go to. Great surfing, uh, great beach, also really fun sea uh, fish and chips restaurants. I don't know why they call french fries chips, but they do. So anyways, you actually get some chips too. So anyways, we go to the right, there's this huge pier, and we're going for a walk. So we go and we have an amazing dinner like we always do. And my wife and I sit down, we eat, the kids are there, it's fantastic, I've been working all day, my wife's been hustling and grinding all day, the kids have been doing their thing all day, and now it's time for the family to reconnect and have a good time and good conversation. Now, here's the part that was interesting. So over the past couple of weeks, I've been cutting back on my drinking big time, big time. I'd gotten to a place where um, I was socially drinking, and then it was like not turning into socially drinking. It was turning into needing to take the edge off every single day. So for months in a row, I was having a drink every night. Um, I wasn't getting drunk. I wasn't even getting buzzed most nights, but my body was craving alcohol. So I would have a beer uh, at night, and I would have a glass of wine at night, or I'd have a cocktail at night. And I would just have one, um, sometimes two, but for my body, and if you understood how my, I'm at 205 pounds the way I operate, this like did nothing except for deal with this craving. It didn't even really take any edge off, but I had gotten into this routine and this pattern. And it wasn't the pattern inside of itself was actually causing me any damage right now, but I kept feeling promptings and I kept feeling this idea that I needed to cut way back. Like shit just needed to get under control. This needing a beer every night was not working for me anymore. So I made this commitment to my wife and I said, I'm not going to drink. Uh, I made the faulty commitment of saying I'm never going to drink again. And that didn't really work. So in the last like three weeks, I drank twice. I had a beer one night, I had a glass of wine one night, uh, and both nights were interesting experiences for me. I was like, why am I doing this? I don't even need it. My wife and I had some huge conversations about it last night um, after this experience happened out on the pier. But my point is not whether or not I'm drinking or not drinking. Um, I'm on this thing that, that I'm just testing this new strategy for myself. But here's what, here's what came up last night that was interesting. So because I have went through this pattern for months and months, which I hadn't done for over a decade of having a drink every night, um, I started to increase this craving for alcohol, meaning not even to get drunk, just for alcohol in my system, similar to the way I would crave a green smoothie in the morning. It just it became part of my routine and my body expected to have it at the end of the night because it was just part of the routine. So interrupting this routine, though, and recourse correcting my body to not crave that and to replace that craving with something else, um, I've come to see how much I, my body was becoming dependent upon it every single day. Not because I needed it to live, but because my body was just used to getting it every day. And even though it might have been poison to put inside me, I was still putting it inside me. So I have this clarity on it. I don't drink last night at dinner. I haven't drank at dinner for, for now weeks. Again, both my drink episodes, my beer and my glass of wine were at our house with my wife and I. And it was just a different experience. So I'm going out and I'm feeling clean and clear. There's no alcohol in my system. There's nothing to alcohol in my system for days and days and days and days. And we're sitting out on the beach and we're or on the pier. We're walking and I happen to get in a conversation with these three guys next to me. And the three guys next to me are guys who were at uh, in Orange County. One was from Maine. One was from Hawaii, uh, from Maui, and one was from uh, one was uh, back east somewhere, I think New Jersey. And these guys were out here in Orange County for an addiction recovery program. 
And so I'm sitting there having this conversation with him. Now, craving itself has been something that's been on the front of my mind the last couple of weeks because I've been dealing with this recourse correction of this addiction. And one of the principles I'd read in a book called Habit, The Power of Habit, How you're, uh, Why You Do What You Do in Life and Business. Great book. Uh, gear, something like that, last name, yellow cover, a bunch of dudes on a wheels on the front cover. Great book. Might want to download it and check it out yourself. So anyways, uh, I've read this book. I actually was inspired to get this book. Brendan Bouchard sent me this book as a part of a program I was part with him back in 2009. Shed almost six years ago, uh, five years ago, maybe 2010, and I never read the book until this year. But one of the concepts inside that book was this idea of replacing addictions. And so I had been considering the last two to three weeks as I've been going through this, this idea that I can't really eliminate an addiction. All I can do is replace an addiction with a more productive addiction. That once I'm an addict, I'm an addict, I'm an addict, I'm an addict. But what I can shift in that game is, and I know all my personal development people out there are going to be like, oh, if you speak it, then that's true, your reality. Fine, that's fine. I'm just saying in my world right now, I don't know how it works in your world. In my world, I'm an addict. Like, I get addicted to things very, very easy. I get addicted to work. I get addicted to sex. I get addicted to drugs, alcohol, to fitness. I get addicted to TV shows. I, get, I just get addicted. I tend to zone in on shit. It's why I'm brilliant in what I do because once I get addicted to like marketing or I get addicted to doing a daily fuel, next thing you know, I can be hundreds of daily fuels in. I think it's like number 105 that I'm doing right now. 105 daily fuels between 7 to 15 minutes in length. Are you kidding me? Do the math on that. That means I've been talking into my phone for almost 24 hours total. And if you've been following along, that means you've been listening to me for 24 hours. What the hell's wrong with you? Why would you do that? Ha! All right. So anyways... I'm having this conversation with these guys, and I had been studying these topics the last two weeks with these cravings that are coming up, and here was the fun part. So they're sitting there with their counselor, and there's four of these guys there, and we start having this conversation on the pier. And I'm able to relate to these guys in the most insane way, and I'm getting real. I'm following the code of the warrior's way. The code is very simple. Be real, which is tell the truth. Get raw, which is speak to the feelings around the facts that you're sharing. The third one is stay relevant. Which is what, is, what is the function of this, right? What is the function of it? So I may speak to the facts, and I may express my feelings, but what's the function? How, how, do I, how do I actually link this up to their life and have it mean something? So I start sharing what it was like for me. And I'm looking at these four guys on the end of the pier, and we're having this deep conversation. All these people around us, people are fishing for sharks out there. They've caught a few sharks in the last few days. They're out at the end of the pier. My wife and kids are looking over these other people catching little fish. My wife's standing right next to me. Beautiful, beautiful. My daughter's beautiful, beautiful. These guys can't keep their eyes off them. I get it. And, uh, and we're having this conversation. And each one of these guys begin to have breakthroughs. And the trainers that were there were guys who were in recovery too, had gone through the recovery programs, and now we're back there as sponsors for these guys. And I get it. I went through recovery programs myself. And, and I could understand what they were experiencing and also the empathy and the compassion that that leader had to be there. So we, so we start having this conversation, though, and we start talking about addiction and reality and life, and I start sharing what's going on for me, and I start sharing with them concepts, and I said, you know, what I found is I, I, can't, I can't end an addiction. Like, it's not like I can just stop shit. I was like, for normal people, maybe they can do this, but for me, I'm an addict. Like, once I start to get my mind connected to something, like, it's game over. I can't, I can't just say, oh, I'm going to stop doing this. I was like, so the only way that I can actually change shit in my life is to actually interrupt the addiction with a more productive and powerful addiction. So I literally go out and I find an addiction and I replace it with a new one. Well, what I had replaced my past addiction with alcohol with, that when I had first, when it became a problem in the past, was I replaced it with fitness. 
The problem with the fitness one replacing it is I just don't, I don't have the desire to work out and run every single day for like five hours like I was doing back then. And so I had to find something different. So meditation has become my new drug. And I found out this new way using box breathing because of coaching I received from Mark Devine and the Seal Fit, as well as what I'm doing with inside the Warrior Ascension model and the inspiration I had from the Buddhist monks I trained with in Ashaya for five years. And I've got this newfound addiction to meditation. So I'm meditating two to three to four times a day, meditating for up to 20 minutes a session, up 20 minutes a session, two to, four, two to three to four times a day. So I'm meditating over between 20, 40, 60, almost 80, 80 minutes a day yesterday. I meditated 80 minutes, and I felt connected, and I felt on fire, and the cravings for alcohol were gone, and I was feeling this game. But what did I become addicted to? I became addicted to the feelings and the high that comes from meditation. So did I stop drinking, or did I just become more committed to the high I was getting from meditation? And so I started sharing with them this, this possibility and as I'm sitting and listening to these men, and one of them gets emotional, he's sharing, this is his 15th time in recovery, he's had problems for years, and the other guy who I'm talking to is 54, and he's been drinking every day since he was 16, and this is the first two weeks he has ever been sober his whole life. He has drank every single day of his life since he was 16. He's like, I think I probably missed five days, five days in 40 years I didn't drink. And he's like, it just was who I was. It was my identity. He's like, this is, and I said, how do you feel? And he's like, I feel this energy. He's like, and I also feel like I just feel. I was like, I know, man, that was my experience too. I feel more and like I feel this bounteous energy. And as I'm sitting there and the sun is setting behind these guys in the ocean and there's guys underneath the pier surfing and there's dudes fishing, which is always fun watching the guys surf right where the guys are, sur right where the guys are fishing for sharks, right? <laughs> kind of a fun deal. You're like, dude, you guys are either crazy or you're badasses and I surf in the same kind of area so I get what they're talking about you kind of just don't worry about it you get out there and you should do your thing and so as I'm sitting there though like this voice inside of me says listen you could have never been prepared for this conversation you would have missed this conversation if you had not listened to the voice two weeks ago and it started reminding me that inside of our lives you and I we are often we often cannot become participants in our own lives and the lives of those around us unless we've been prepared like our preparation precedes our participation. See, me going through this process with myself, not only one big bout with it for six years back when I was in my early 20s, and then coming back into it in my late 30s and dealing with it again, and having the same experience but a very different experience with it, allowed me to be able to have a conversation, but it was also all the preparation and studying and what it is to consult and coach and guide men to breakthrough. And so here I had a group of my audiences. We sat there and we talked and we discussed the possibilities of what they could find and where they could go. And at the end, they asked me, well, you know, you're amazing. Like, how do we, how do we know more about this? And I said, listen, you just get on the podcast, warrioronfire.com, or head on over to wakeupwarrior.com. And, and in your life, you and I, the big things that we want to be participants in are going to always require us to become first, first the ones who are willing to pay the price to practice, that the ones to prepare that our preparation for things simple like date night with your wife, if you don't prepare, date night itself is not going to be the same experience. Your participation in date night will not be the same if you just show up and half-ass it. Your participation in work will not be the same if you just show up and half-ass it. Your participation with your children will not be the same if you just show up and half-ass it. And so part of the gateway to gifts inside of our lives comes down to our willingness and our ability to do what? Our commitment to actually pay the price to prepare in order to play 
And what I found from this preparation process inside of my loan life across all core four areas, body, being, balance, and business, is the following, and that is that there's a peace that comes into your life, a confidence that comes into your life, a courage that comes into your life when you're willing to do the fucking work. You're willing to do the simple stuff. You're willing to listen to the voice when it asks you to do things inside. You're willing to follow that inspiration, that revelation. You're willing to listen to the guidance that's coming through. You're willing to do the work. And so my question for you today is this, where in your life right now are you wanting to be a participant across body, being, balance, or business? Where are you wanting to be a participant, but the truth is you've been unwilling to put in the time to prepare. You have been unwilling to be a practice player because you are so committed to being a game time player. And yet if you could commit to that game time participation or, or that practice participation, if you could become a practice player who is willing to pay the price in order to have the principles in place so that you could feel prepared that being in play in game time would be a no big deal. And then here comes the challenge. Here comes the challenge. I want you to share with one person today. Share with one person today the reality of where you're showing up as a non-prepared non person. Where your preparation has fallen short in order to accomplish the participation results that you want. And then get some feedback from them about how you could improve. This might be your wife. I did this with my wife over and over again. How am I showing up half as a husband? How am I not showing up in a way that can fulfill? Can you give me some feedback on this? It's a hard place to go. I get it, fellas. Go to your kids. My daughters are my son's 16, my daughter's 8, my daughter's, and my daughter's 4. And I go to my, even my youngest, and I'll ask them, how can daddy be a better daddy? You know, I want to be a better practice. I want to be a better participant in your life. I want to be a better player in the game, which means I've got to be able to prepare myself. And I don't know how to prepare myself if I don't have feedback from you. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for being here today's Daily Fuel. I hope this one helped. This one a little more somber, a little more, a little more downer, because I, I think because I feel so much of the, the burden, so much of the pain that was in these men uh, last night as we went to dinner, and also just what it takes in order to really have it all in your life. And so along with this, I want you to know about a couple other things. If you're not currently subscribed to us up in iTunes, head on over to iTunes and subscribe to Warrior on Fire today. Leave us a rating, leave us a review, and get yourself subscribed so that every single episode shows up, pops into that app every single morning for you. On top of this, if you'd like access to our daily action guides that come along with each one of these daily fuels, head on over to warrioronfire.com, put your email in, click submit, and every single day on demand in the palm of your hand, you're going to get the tips and tricks and show notes for each one of these daily fuels, as well as the key actions of the day, questions of the day, and the challenge of the day. Also on top of that, a Core 4 video training seminar where I did the detailed breakdown of how to live the code in the core inside of this Warrior's Way conversation, and we did it inside of Mastermind with Realtors in Arizona here in 2014 that you might really enjoy by opting in there. Also, for all of our warrior men who are ready to step forward into the brotherhood of men that we have in over 17 countries around the globe who are living the Warrior's Way and have participated in unique experiences in Laguna Beach, California, head on over to wakeupwarrior.com and get started on that documentary movie series today. Thanks so much. My name is Garrett White. Signing off, saying love and light. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warrior on Fire. On Fire. <laughs> Share this with other men you feel need to hear. Don't forget to give us a review in iTunes and subscribe. So, is there a website? Wake Up Warrior. Wake up, warrior. For more information and other amazing content for warrior men just like you, head on over to GarrettJWhite.com now. Yeah.